Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to double game week 25. My name is Joe and today we are looking to see how the pundits and elite managers in the great and the good league are getting on. Uh, I'll also try and second guess their next moves ahead of game week 25. Um, I usually do this video with uh, Greyhead who compiles the tables around these managers each week uh, but he's on his holiday so it's just me this week. Um, so who are these managers? Well many of them have have uh, multiple strong finishes um, and in Ali's case FPL Guns is in this list um, he's actually won it as well so they have quite a strong pedigree there um, some also um, are, are well-known pundits as well and we also have a feeder league that goes into this as well um, so you can uh, join that feeder league each season um, and progress into this great and the good league as well so um, these people who've had you know strong uh, finishes overall, strong recent finishes, uh, or as I said, in Ali's case, actually won it as well. Uh, before we go on, um, just want to remind people to do press that like button and also do subscribe so you can keep up to date with our latest videos and podcasts. Um, also, do check out fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for latest offers um, on the members area there. That uh, involves all the tools and gadgets you need to help you get up your mini leagues. Uh, you can compare p- players, uh, the comparison tool rate my team and create your own tables like the um, goals imminent and assists imminent tables that um, I do a video uh, and podcast with uh, early in the week on a Tuesday with uh, Tom Freeman who's the deputy editor at Fantasy Football Scout who has a many multiple high finishes um, and is also among those in this league. Um, okay what uh, we'll do is we'll have a look at the table see how they're getting on We'll have a look at their transfers, what transfers they made ahead of game 24. Um, We'll have a look at the template now as we go into 25 and how I think it's going to change and what the sort of tactics of this group of managers are. Um, There'll be um, sort of so-called dullard managers like myself, who's in this league. Um, There'll be sort of more maverick ones as well. uh, Those that take risks, those that like hits, those that don't. Um, So it's a full, full range of management styles um, there. Okay, so let's have a look at this table. 
Okay, uh, a lot of green arrows. So we've got one, two, three, four, five. Only five red arrows in here. Um, so, so a lot of healthy green arrows, a lot of really good scores. Um, a lot's in the 80s, 90s, high 70s there. I think the lowest was Marco with 65. Um, Marco Miserac there um, in third from bottom of 65. Um, Fabio Borge, who is arguably one of the best managers around, he's uh, somehow finishes very high every season and we no one knows how <laughs> um he uh, he got 74 which is considered quite a low score in this one uh, i got 82 fpl general got 89 um uh, mark southern's got 87 um and so there's quite a lot of high scores there oh finn uh, solly got 90 as well yan with 92 which puts him in second place um Another thing that has begun to change here is many more of these managers that are in the top 100k, uh, right the way down to um, Fabio uh, Borges, uh, 97k he has, John Ballantyne not far behind, 129k, uh, there's actually not too much between them, there's eight points difference. Um, you've got Finn Solly here, Tom Freeman at 260k, uh, he got 81 points though, um, and so he's not far off the top 100k. And, you know, even the likes of, say, as, for example, he's had a terrible season, FPL block boxes, black boxes, as a terrible early part of the season, but he's really turning it around another green arrow there. Um, when we come to look at the transfers, um, that's sort of intertwined with who they captained. Everyone apart from Ali, who won it last year, who captained Darwin, everyone else, they captained Haaland. One of the predictions we made last week um, was Haaland was in about half a team's third half a team's. We predicted that would be pretty much all of them. Um, and that definitely seems to be the case uh, there. They've really gone for uh, Haaland there. Um, uh, I think he's pretty much in every team now. Uh, but we'll have a look at the template and see what sort of percentages in a bit. Um, but yeah, as predicted there, that means um, hits were probably needed there. So we've got one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven managers took hits, uh, of which FPL Harry actually took a minus eight. Um, many others, for example, myself, I made two transfers, I but no hit was needed. I sort of saved a free transfer for this. Many others did that as well. Um, so lots of multiple transfers. And one of the reasons is because this group of managers, they're looking at the fixture ticket. Game week 25, we have Liverpool and Man City. Everyone's getting Haaland in because it's Haaland, but he plays twice. So that's why. And so he's a triple captaincy candidate there um in in that double game week uh Luton play twice Brentford play twice they're less favorable than the City and Loot and Liverpool um uh, double ups there then in 26 th this group of managers they've got to try and navigate that with 11 players because Luton Liverpool Tottenham and Chelsea all blank so those with Palmer Porro Richarlison and and a lot of those Liverpool assets they brought in they're going to be looking to see what they can do with them so they, they might that's why uh, focus on those players might be a little tempered by these because they want to try and get as many as they can out in game week 26 and then meanwhile they've got to think about game week 28 uh, when Bournemouth uh, and Luton double Bournemouth Sheffield United and Luton um, is their double game week it's pretty good for Solanke um, meanwhile game week 29 there's only a handful of fixtures and we don't know we don't quite know because of the FA Cup which teams are going to be playing there. But we do definitely know that Tottenham and Fulham match is on. 
We also know that the Villa West Ham match is on and Brentford against Burnley as well is on. So you've, we know we know those. So they're going to be starting to look at those. So this is why hits have been taken. I think I think well, this group of managers here, and so I'll include myself with that strategy, um, I'll be looking at this whole group of fixtures as one and thinking, well, you know, we've got double game weeks. We've got blank game weeks. Um, I cut, You can't navigate them. You can navigate them as best as you can, but you can't navigate them perhaps in the most optimal way you want without hits at some point, which is what... So at this period here, um, those like myself, about half of us, there's 18 managers in this group, have not decided to take hits. Others have that half. But I am, I, for me personally, I think I'm going to be short in game week 29. I think I'm okay in game week 26. I'm okay. In, I think I'll be okay in game week 28. But 29, I could be short. And that's when I'm going to be taking my hits. So you'll see a lot of hits in my col- my bit there then. And others might have a similar thing. They might be thinking, well, I'm going to take my hits in game week 26. I'm going to take my hits in game week 28. Um, but there will definitely be more hits coming here. So we've got Haaland's big captaincy there. Many more managers going into the top 100k. And I think that's going to keep keep happening um, because this group of managers, they will be planning for this. And that's why I think this is quite an interesting group of managers because these are the planners. And the, they are, they, they're not they're, they're looking very much in advance. They're starting to get players in. They might not need for, till game week 29. That's the sort of mentality of this group here. So let's have a look and see what um, transfers they've actually made. OK, so this is a full list of the transfers here. And you can see it's multiple transfers here. So either myself here took two um, others like FPL Harry minus eight. So he took four. Um, there, so um, Liverpool uh, Jota um, is a it's, it's been an absolutely huge um, ownership there. I, not in my team though, so that makes me a bit nervous. Um, uh, there, so if Jota um, does well, I could be in trouble. Um, however, I already have Kevin De Bruyne in my team, and as we will look with the template, I think De Bruyne is quite interesting because in order to get Haaland in, many might be shunning uh, Kevin De Bruyne now. Um, many might be swayed with Salah's return from uh, injury to training. We don't know the full extent of how far he's returned into training. So whether so look out for team news with uh, myself and Neil on video and podcast on Friday. But I do think um, there's going to be some tough decisions here. And, and I think the focus might be might be on some injury news that's happened at Man City. So I'll I'll look at these transfers in a sec, but it sort of got me thinking about game week 25 and City. So I, I've already got Foden, De Bruyne, Haaland. That's me. Done. I've had that for a couple of weeks or so. I'm keeping that triple up. Others might have a similar. Others might have, say, Walker. Now, Walker, I would say, is fairly nailed on at the moment, but he could be an injury doubt. And is he the best defender? With Guardiola as injury over the next few weeks... That does make Nathan Ake perhaps more secure for a start. He does have a bit more attacking threat as well. So I could see those without the triple up so far, um, if they've got, say, Haaland and Alvarez, Haaland or Fo- and Foden, they've got one more. I think they might go for Nathan Ake. I think we're going to see some Nathan Ake's, about five or six Nathan Ake owners, new owners here, because um, they'll see that as a sort of a gift there. Um I'm I'm personally very happy with the attacking triple up there. 
So um, there, but um, also Darwin has come into a few more teams. Even I've got Darwin. I owned him earlier in the season. Absolutely hated it. I've still bought him in. <laughs> um, and I've gone for Virgil van Dijk. I was thinking of getting um, Allison in, but I went for Virgil van Dijk just because Burnley were t- terrible with set pieces. And that brings me on to Saka. So Saka and Rice are on set pieces. They basically are aiming for Gabriel and Saliba's heads. Uh, Burnley are the worst. So um, they did pretty well with that technique against West Ham. Burnley are even worse than West Ham. So I think there was going to be a move to remove Saka. And even I was considering this. Saka to Kevin De Bruyne or, or Salah. And I think that's the only way you can do that, really. But I think looking at their teams now, they're thinking, oh, Saka, uh, set pieces, uh, Arsenal looking much better now. So I, th- I think they're probably going to keep um, Saka. So I think that's going to be, um, there's going to be no uh, Kevin De Bruyne's here. Um, they also might have been influenced with some leaks coming in. They might have heard the leaks coming in that he'd been benched. I, I saw that. He's already in my team. So I, I just played him anyway because I'll, I'll take 20 minutes of Kevin De Bruyne over 90 minutes of pretty much most players, certainly my first bench. Um, there. Um, so yeah, looking down the list here, we've got lots, lots and lots of Harlands, uh, uh, lots of Jota coming in. Uh, so for Mark Southern's fairly typical, Gordon Solanke out for, for Jota and Harland. Solanke's the one that's been removed in most cases for, for Darwin. Um, because I think people feel they can get him back for 28. They don't need him at the moment, but they do need Watkins in game week 26 because he actually plays and he's got a good fixture, whereas Solanke faces City. And that's what this group will be looking at. Uh, F- uh, Ali, who won it last year, he doesn't care about that <laughs> because he's removed Watkins for Haaland. Um, uh, Finn as well, he's removed Watkins for Haaland. Um, uh, for, for for Darwin, sorry, um, and FPL Gemmell as well. Watkins to Darwin there. So there's a real choice. Do you move Solanke or Watkins? Most cases of Solanke, but there was a few Watkins removals there. Um, so looking at looking at this, multiple hits, this is this is the way they're doing. Um, Virgil van Dijk, there's quite a few, a few of them. Praz Scott van Dijk in as well. And the other name, of course, Alfie Doughty. I've been talking about him endlessly on every video and podcast for about the last couple of months, really. Um, absolutely brilliant. He's been in my team for a while. I've I've got some of his points. I've benched some of his points, but he's been in my team all that time. And, and now others are starting to see that as well. And why not? He's got a double in 25. Yes, he blanks in 26, but then he's got a double in 28. You can get that in place. He could even have a fixture in 29, which make him gold. Um, he got um, a record-breaking nine... Uh, key passes, nine chances created in the last match of which he came away with nothing. So new owners might be thinking, oh, a bit sad. <laughs> but I think a lot of these th- these managers will be looking at the underlying stats and thinking, wow, uh, we've got a good player here. Um, so I do think um, they'll, they'll be pleased with Alfie Doughty. I'll be fielding him this week, definitely. Um, there so so that's that's how the transfers have been going so far so let's have a look at see how the template is here so so last week Harlan was about 50% uh, owned uh, if that I think he's now 100% owned every one of these 80 managers has Harland in he is no longer a differential in this group here um, which makes me think that what they're going to be doing is triple captaining him um, because he's going to be even even greater own. I mean, the, the ownership is going to be huge. Um, so we're probably looking um, with the triple captaincy being used, effective ownership of somewhere over 200%. So if you don't triple captain him, 
I mean, this is the ludicrous thing. If you, if, if you certainly, if you don't captain him, you, you, you might have the equivalent of two Harlands against you in the double game week. Even if you just captain him, you could lose out. So triple captain is the only way you're going to get those points. And, and, and Harland scored a brace last time out. If we think he's going to be the top scorer amongst those sort of premium captaincy candidates, I think Harland's uh, the one there. So I think my prediction for this template is that Harland will be triple captain. 100% owned there. Um, Foden is getting on for 100% owned. So there is a, a gap there. The Kevin De Bruyne is probably staying around sort of 30% owned, owned there. So I think those that don't have Kevin De Bruyne will be thinking possibly getting him, but they were possibly eyeing up Saka to De Bruyne move and they probably won't do that now. So I think Kevin De Bruyne is going to be emerge as quite an, a nice differential um, in this uh, pool here. So I hope he does well because he's, he's in my team. <laughs> um, but I think others there might go for Ake. I think they might seize on that moment uh, for Guardiola being out and go for Ake there. And I think Porro could be the one to make make way. Stupinan possibly as well. Hasn't looked good. Does play in 26 though. Whereas Porro doesn't play in 26, but does play in 29. Um, so I think they might be looking at Porro out. And I think he might make way. Alexander-Arnold could make way as well. Wasn't spotted in training this week in half of teams. Um, so the same as Porro in, in about around half of these teams. And I think he could make way. Those like me got Van Dyke a fine, hopefully. Um, and I think um, Alexander-Arnold or Porro will move to Ake. I think that's going to be a move there. And there might be some further hits there. There might be... Um, see, Jota's in over half of teams. Darwin's in seven out of ten teams. Um, but the interest could be a bit tempered because Salah's, you know, spotted back in training. We don't know what his minutes will be, whether he'll start both matches, whether he'll just get minutes... Um, but either way, one of Jota, Darwin, Gakpo or Diaz is at risk there. And already I've mentioned four players there. Darwin, Jota, Gakpo, Diaz. Already one of those players is at risk, usually Gakpo. But then with Salah, add Salah into the mix, another one's at risk there. Um, and it's not you know necessarily going to be Diaz. It could be Jota missing out, it could be Darwin. We don't know. So that's a sort of temper interest slightly there. Um, Alfie Doughty might go up. Uh, they might look at those underlying stats. Uh, they might need that money as well um, to get him in. Um, Richarlison might make way. It's because he he, I mean, he does play, um, I think it's Wolves in 25. Um, but he, he does, uh, I'll just quickly double check that. Uh, yeah, Tottenham play Wolves in 25, but he does blank in 26. So Richarlison might make way as well. Um, you might get a bit of interest in a bit more Luton. I've seen a couple of Barclays knocking around. Um, as for myself... I don't want to move Palmer. So we might see some move Palmer out. And I've been tempted to do that. But I think I want Palmer back again in 27. He's such a good asset um, to have in this game. And so, and I'm also quite happy with my attacking 11. So I personally got Garnacho away to Luton. I'm quite happy as him as a single game week player. Um, so I've got six... I've got, um, uh, I mean, I did. we did a team reveal video, me and myself and Tom this week. So I do have a look at that. But I've already got um, Alfie Doughty to Liverpool in Darwin and Van Dyke and a, and a Man City triple up of Foden, Haaland and De Bruyne. And I, I, I quite like another one. I don't think I need to take a hit because any hit or any player I remove, um, I might be removing a player that plays in 26. 
that I don't want to, or in Palmer's case, that I might want to keep anyway. So for me, I'm probably going to do Dubravka to Allison and go for a Liverpool double up, which is risky, but I just think I might get at least save points. I think he's a more secure option to play. I can then park him on the bench and Ariola can come in in 26. Ariola plays in 29. So I sort of quite like that. I was toying with getting Barkley in for Palmer, but I, I think I'd like to keep Palmer now. And others might think that same way as well. Um, that's why, why I bring that up. Um, okay, let's have a look at um, those. Uh, uh, I've got another, another, actually, but before I do, I'll just sort of recap where I think the, the predicted uh, template will happen here. And then we'll go to my next slide, which is the final one, which is how the great and the good are doing against the computer, how they're against AI, the rate my team computer at uh, Fancy Football Scout. So I just just wanted to recap, really. Um, they're going to be keeping Gabriel. They've seen they've seen enough of those set pieces. I think they're going to keep Saka. I think Alexander-Arnold and Porra are at risk. I think Ake is a key transfer in amongst this group. Um, I think they're probably going to struggle to get Kevin De Bruyne in. Um, I think Palmer may stay. His last two is his bonus and two assists, 10 point return game at 24 might persuade them to keep Palmer. Um, so I think those changes there. So I don't think we're going to see as many hits this time around. And I think once again, the hits are going to happen in, say, 26. Um, but I do think, um, yeah, Porro, Alexander-Arnold, Richarlison, Stupanan, these are the players at risk there. Nathan Ake um, is going to be wanted. Those who haven't got that Liverpool triple up so far might be looking um, at um, a Liverpool defender, perhaps. Maybe if they haven't got Jota, they'll go for him. I don't have Jota. That's my sacrifice. Um so uh, let's hope he doesn't get too much um, uh, for me. Um, OK, let's have a look at this slide. Last one. This is how they uh, the great the great and the good league, how these managers fare against the computer, uh, against the rate my team computer. So this is um, so this is sort of reverse table. So I, sh I showed the table before, you know, who's at the top, who's at the bottom um, and that, that you can see their actual points scored here. On the, uh, on the on the on the on the far right column here, and these are the actual points scored. And so you can see, uh, you know, for example, uh, I've got uh, one thousand four hundred seventy-seven points. Um, and what we've done is we've we've got another column here, and this is how the table has been sorted and projected. What the AI, what they, what their teams would have got if they'd if uh, according to the computer this is what they were sort of expected to get they're projected so in what we can say in the same way you look at a player's over and under performance their sort of xg delta you can do it for actual teams themselves actual fpl managers teams there whether they're under or over performing as well so um so for example here interestingly only one is actually under performing and that's as um, he was projected to get 1,400 points so far this season. He's actually got 1,397, so just minus three there. But others here, for example, FPL General, um, he's got an extra 95 points. So he was projected to get 1,394 points with his team. In fact, got 1,489. So you could argue his team has sort of overperformed um, uh, by 95 points and then you've got even bigger ones here so you've got Sebs here the analytics guy um, he's he's actually done really well 1509 I think he's into the top 10k but he was projected only to get 1369 so he's got an extra 140 points through luck skill variance 
um, but certainly more than the expected stats. And, and he's someone who looks at sort of those expected stats a lot. So that's the, so he can, he can uh, he's beaten he's beaten the computer he's beaten his own strategy um, there. Um, Jan is another there with one hundred and thirty one points over what he should have got here. So if you look at the projected score, so if you if everything went as you would expect it, as the computer expects it to happen, Mark would be top here. I mean, he's done pretty well. I think he's like third or fourth or something. Um, but for example, Jan has got more points than him in reality um, uh, uh, and so on. Um, I think Seb, Seb has as well. But this this way, he would be absolute top. Um, his projected score is 1,436. He's actually got 1,503. Um, so, um, and then there's a whole bunch of sort of I mentioned those who sort of under, under well, only as has underperformed, but overperformed. Um, and then there's ones like me, um, Mark, um, well, all, all of the others, really, Harry, Zofa on FPL Wire. Um, we've all sort of, it's all the sort of plus and minus into the variance is all under 100. <clears throat> so we're sort of broadly um, overperforming a little bit. So I'm just going to get a slight sip of something. <clears throat> yeah, we're all overperforming slightly, but not as much as some of these other guys here. So there's there's a certain overperformance there. But I think what also shows um, that, um, that that we're doing better <clears throat> than the computer, which is good. Um, we're sort of doing better than we were all expected to do, I think, uh, largely there. Um, but I suspect as will we'll, we'll do much better here. But he's still, in terms of projected score, he's actually fifth. So he's been doing the right things. He's been doing the right things, although he is like near the bottom in actual points and expected points. So that means he's sort of the decisions, right? And the outcome isn't or whatever that cliche is. Um, but I just thought this was quite interesting. It was something that um, Greyhead had prepared for his article. Um, there's much more information about this um, Greyhead's article on Fancy Football Scout. You can easily see that it's in the uh, uh, community article section and it's, it should be on the main page somewhere as well. Do have a look at that as well. Um, I, I won't be back next week. I'm, I'm off on my holes next week, so I won't be around. Um, so I don't think we'll be doing a video catch up on the great and the good. But do have a look at um uh, Greyhead's article will be going up, so we'll see how Game Week Twenty Five went on, um, and I'll be I'll be back soon, um, uh, probably ahead of Game Week Twenty Seven, um, to try and predict the uh, how they're doing, um, uh, how the Great and the Good League are doing here. Um, just another reminder: do press that like button. And also do remember to subscribe so you keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts. And have a ch check out fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for all the latest members offers uh, for those tools and gadgets. Um, thanks a lot for your time. Take care. Good luck with the double game week. See you soon.